123-110, the final. Guys, after an 0-3 start where we got blown out twice and just coughed up a disastrous loss to the Warriors, we are now 6-7. and seven, or I'm sorry, 7-8. and 7-8 eight. and eight after an 0-3 start, three in a row, first three-game winning streak in the history of our friendship. I don't, I don't even... <laughs> I don't even know where to start. I just feel so happy right now. I text you more than I text anybody on earth too. Like we, are, like, I don't think people realize like how how involved we are in each other's lives. Yeah, too much. This is a fact. I text you guys all the time. Like if I see like if I see like yeah. a, a shooting star, I'm like, hey guys, it's a beautiful night out. Like like you're the people I text. Oh my god. I, okay. Wow. Um, big Dave. First thoughts after that win. Yes. By the way, welcome in, everybody. Thanks for watching the fourth quarter with us. We're the outcast. This is the stretch four. Big Dave, go. The first thoughts in is this is a legitimate Uh. NBA team. And I I saw it in the first quarter. The first quarter blew me away because I was like, look how smooth everything is. Look how everybody's touching the ball. Like, I believe going into, like, the early second quarter, everybody had scored except Sato, you know, and he had three assists. You know, like, it, it was just so just just good. Like, everything looked smooth and good. There was no forcing. Everybody kind of knew where they needed to be. I, I believe Gafford is a part of that. Everybody knew where they needed to be at, and it was it looked simple at times. Like, guys, like, oh, no, guys going to be there. You saw trust developing, you know? Like, he's going to be there. When the bench came in, they, they didn't lose anything. Like, their defense got tighter when the bench came in. And their ball movement got a little better because, you know, you got Sato, you got Denzel, you got Garrett Temple, guys like that, and that, who can move the ball like that. But, man, dude, everybody on the team contributed. If you were out there on the floor, you did something tonight. Nobody was putting up Tony Snell's stat lines. Everybody did something, and they contributed, and it just looked good, and it felt good. It just really felt good. Um. I, I want to start with Zach. We can talk about a lot of guys who had a strong game tonight, and I know you want to get to your boy Gafford and, and his 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 <laughs> spot in the starting lineup tonight. Zach Levine, twenty five on eight of twelve, three of six from downtown. Can you be more efficient than that? Like eight of twelve? Are you kidding me? Yeah, eight of twelve. Oh, and by the way, he had six boards and nine assists. Put some Talk respect on this Talk man's name. Yeah, you you can't you can't disrespect this anymore. And God he did this in thirty eight. What he played thirty six minutes. Yeah, yeah. You can't you can't you can't talk about every everything we complained about and said, man, we don't know if he can do this, or or we had questions about, like we don't know if he can do this. We don't know if he could be the leader of this team. We know he's good, but you know he turns it over way too much. He always stepping out of bounds on the baseline. Like, all those things we were complaining about, he's like, okay. He went back and he worked on it. <laughs> he said, I'm going to get better at it. Oh, my defense Dude, is bad? Well, let me go work with Kim McGill. Like, like, he, he awesome. changed things. Awesome defense tonight. Yes. Several occasions you were like, wow, that was yes. a great defensive possession from Zach. Yes. The rotations. That that time in the second quarter when they just it felt like they had a steal on every possession was just amazing to watch, man. Like, oh, God, but Zach was just incredible on both ends of the floor. That's what star players do. They're good on both ends of the floor, man, and Zach did it tonight. Pick your poison with him at this point. Pick your poison. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because, like, Mm -hmm. you foul him, he hits his free throws. 
Six of six at the line now. tonight. He's he can shoot from three. He's a dunk contest winner. Like pick your poison with this man at this point. Like mm-hmm. he is a if 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 he touches the ball, points per possession, the Bulls will have a point. Whether it's through foul, and if he gets starts getting to the foul line, like an actual person should start getting to the foul line. Right. That's it. That's it. Like, and yeah. you know, I think John to, don't trade this man to a large. Dude, don't trade him, man. The Zach Levine. Do trade not card. trade this man. You're you're Mavs. You cannot give people value for him. I know you said that your your Mavs Twitter people are all obsessed with Levine these days. Oh, but but there's nothing we could. We also know we couldn't. Like yeah. it's. I'll say this: the Dallas contingency. Much respect for Zach Levine. Like it is. Yeah, it's a good thing that other teams are like noticing it, and you can't get equal value for this man. No. Short of Bradley Beal, you cannot get equal value. And I think that's it. It's like this year. Zach's pick your poison kind of like it, it was pick your poison everywhere on this Bulls offense tonight because people were knocking down shots. People were making the right reads and the right passes. And, and and they were doing this against like no offense, but like John's Mavs or some, you know, like defensively atrocious or, no. you know, like the Kongs who are like a defensive we have a, be- stock we have a better defensive rating than every single team, but we'll, we'll talk later, but <laughs> we're actually good on defense. Um, we just have COVID. Uh, right. Okay. The larger point, our, our buddy Salib pointed out in the chat, and thank you for that. The Hornets Shout are out, the ninth ranked defensive team in the league coming into tonight's ninth. game. They are a sneaky, ninth. good defensive team, and we just picked them apart with 33 assists what? as a team. On fifty-one point six percent shooting from the field, suck on that. Miles Bridges alone. Miles Bridges alone is gets you like moved up five defensive ratings, right? Yeah, he's so good. Yeah, he's awesome. He is really awesome on defense, man. But man, uh, Matt, can I talk about Lowry real quick? Can can I? You're you're going to Lowry. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, Lowry is my guy first. Like, he's the one I was on first. I got to start with who I was on first, man. I need Wait, people to be first? quiet just for a couple games. I need, <laughs> I need to be quiet just for a couple games. What's on second? But they, they just got to stop for a second, man. They just got to stop for a second on Lowry marketing. And the rebounds weren't huge tonight for him. I believe what he had, two well, rebounds? Maybe. The dude had 23 points on 10 of 7 shooting. Like, 10 of 17, excuse me. 10 of 17 shooting. Like, and it wasn't like a ton of three pointers. Like, how many times was he inside eating? He was eating inside tonight. Yeah. They was he was switching, finding guys, making himself available, posting up, getting offensive rebounds, blocking shots, altering shots, contributing on both ends of the floor. And his twenty three, dude, the three pointer he hit in the fourth quarter, another big one. He hit a, a big one previously in the other game. He has just been awesome, and he's been locked in, and you're going to have to be a little quieter is all I'm saying, people out there. You're going to have to hush it just a little bit more. Shout out to everybody watching us on YouTube, by the way. Shout out to all and y'all. shout out Lockdown yes, Bulls. You're going uh, to have to. Of course, the dub, Ash, you know, we were having the conversation in the Mavs win where he had 29 and 10, and we were all like, wait, he had 29 and 10? And you were talking about right, right. Like Lowry's game. C-Dub said, did you feel like Lowry's yes. game tonight, Dave? No. I, sure did. I did. I did, I did not feel it in a good it. way. Like, again, I thought he had a fantastic game, and he, like, was I, – I thought it was the good type of not feeling. Does that make sense? 
Yeah. This was not a it's not a explain. No, explain. I, I thought he was whenever I needed something, he showed up. Does that make sense? Like his his carbon footprint wasn't large, but he was there when I needed him. And okay. And I do kind of like a Garrett Temple. <laughs> exactly. Like 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 not this game Garrett Temple, but other games Garrett Temple. Right. But like and I yeah. do think this this threes and analytics like movement, people forget that it's about percentages. And if you can shoot a good percentage, that's all that matters. Like, and it's different rules from a player. And if he could figure out how to shoot an amazing on the block mid mid range or shoulder percentage, mm-hmm. that's analytics. That counts. Like, yeah. And I hope he does because the less yeah. threes, the better for him. Right now, mm. don't you think? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I th- yeah, I just he just was moving all over tonight. He, he was I, coming off a game in which he jacked up a bunch of threes and didn't really do anything inside, which we saw pretty much every night last season, and it was driving us crazy. This season, I would say, you know, it it sucked that Lowry lost those two weeks to you know being in, in know. quarantine zone because it looked like a more aggressive version of himself at the start of the season, and it looks like after kind of a rocky you know reentry. He has been trying to continue that level of aggression and scoring inside. And, you know, and it's not like super pretty. You know, he's not the most graceful guy, but, you know, a couple like one, one, that one drive in particular when the Hornets had switched to zone and it was actually like stalling the Bulls offense for a while. And Lowry was like, oh, I'm going to put the ball on the deck and split this zone and get to the hoop. And I was like, yes, Lowry. Yes, for the love of God. Yes. So that one, <laughs> yeah, that one three, yeah. and then some of them were just like, oh, loose ball or a nice little dump-off pass from Thad Young. Oh, I'm I'm under the hoop here. Let me just put it in the hoop. It's not that complicated. It's not. It's really- Do you guys remember the Seinfeld episode where George stops having sex and he becomes a genius? Yes. That's what I yes. feel like happened to the yes. Bulls this year. Because it's the same players, but right. the level of basketball IQ so was... Much under Jimbo. Jim was just, they were a lane. You know, it was, it, I, doesn't it feel like the level of IQ for every single player has gone up sans Denzel? Yeah, well, no, I'm going to give Denzel some of that love too. Because he, he's been good. He's been good. He, he's going to do his bonehead. Yeah, I'm giving him some, he's been, he's been bone. He's going to do his two or three bonehead a game, but his good is outweighing his I agree his with you there. Right I agree now. with you. It's just, and, so I give him. Yeah, I mean, we, we got so credit for knocking Wendell out of tonight's game, right? That's why you know we get. You guys saw the pre-accident, you know, um, collision that happened in practice that got Wendell hurt was a freak accident collision with who? Denzel Valentine, because <laughs> it's perfect. Because it he's Kramer. He's Kramer. <laughs> we have to do the it. minute I read that, I tweeted out. I was like, "All oh, the jokes are coming." And then somebody said, "I don't know if," they, and I was like, "Trust me, I already." And I said, "I know exactly who it's coming from." And the minute I said that, here comes Matt. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> the gift. from the top row. Oh, the flying elbow, like Randy Machaman. Hutch getting COVID first, and Denzel. It's like this is perfect. Like this is perfect. I know exactly who our players are. This is perfect. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome, man. But yeah, the rotations were great. Everybody just knew what they needed to be. Like I didn't need to see Ryan Archie Diacono out there taking minutes because you know something is going wrong. And 
Nobody was in huge foul trouble, you know, because everybody was just staying down. You didn't see too many people jumping out on three-point shots or or getting so down when, when Graham was going off because he had 22 in the first mm-hmm. half, for goodness sakes. My God. Nobody was down on themselves when they were going off, man. Like, no, they just stayed within their game and they trusted what was going on, man. That's coaching. Coaching was going on for sure. Love it. I just can't. Oh, and I, I, I saw Wendell's Instagram, I think yesterday. It was just a picture of Billy Donovan standing on the sidelines of a recent game. And Wendell just wrote goat above the picture. And I was like, <laughs> it is it is so evident whether it's these players singing their praises for how, how often do we see a Bulls player po- post a picture of Jim on their Instagram? Because I'm pretty sure that number of times would be zero. Z- negative six. Yeah. They probably posted things yeah. that were making fun of him. And just the, the comments from these players after games, whether they're tough losses or good team mm-hmm. wins. And John, you talking about the collective basketball IQ. I mean, you can, you know, write Billy Donovan on your hand and slap me across the face with it. That's like how obvious it is the difference that this man is making. It's amazing. And we're almost 500. We have a chance to get to 500 16 games into a season against. Not bad. Who are we, the Knicks? Against the Lakers, dude. A team the that Lakers, we, yeah, Sons AD, played really evenly and lost a close one. Yeah, I, I do. I, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll touch on the Lakers before we wrap up a little bit later. But um, yes, I, I mean, credit to Denzel. He does he does a couple of good things and he does one dumb thing, and we all have a good laugh. But did, did you guys think it was interesting <laughs> that going to a ten deep rotation tonight? Uh, you know, Donovan stretched it out a little bit because Sato came back. But did were you expecting to see Hutch? Because it sounded like Hutch and Sato were available, and he only put Sato in there. Honestly, I didn't. I didn't expect to see him at all. Um, I don't know why, but I just feel like he's going to need more time because I guess when he came down with COVID, like I was like, and you got to stay in Washington. Mm. I felt he needed some time to just get reacclimated more so than uh, Sato did. Um, it just felt that way to me. And I was like, and, and then I just like the flow. And also Denzel Valentine's three point shooting and what he and his facilitating is also keeping him, you know, off the court. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those things are being an issue right now for getting Hutch on the court and figuring out what he can do. But right now I, I saw no reason to play him. Like I, I didn't see a need where he were like, well, you know, let's try him here or let's try it there. It was like, no, I know who I need to fit there. Like John was saying, like you, we, we're knowing who this team is now. And so you kind of felt like you you knew where guys fit, and I wasn't trying to figure out where it needed to go. So I, I didn't see a room for him tonight. I'm not saying it isn't room for him on this team. I, I just I, honestly I didn't see it tonight, John. Uh, yeah, I mean, we won by. It was a healthy lead. It was never really in jeopardy on the road against a team that normally plays us pretty well. And mm-hmm. if he didn't play, great. Mm-hmm. Get rest up. Get better. I, I, I mean, we can look for things to worry about, but we just like that was a we took care of our business on the road, right? Like uh, you know, I think yeah, maybe Donovan great. has given Denzel a little bit of a longer leash because he knows that he can so too. knock down some threes, yeah. and not just knock down the threes, but Big Dave, you mentioned that big three that Lowry hit in the corner late in this game to kind of push that Bulls lead back up to a safe margin. 
that three came on a Denzel mm-hmm. driving kick, which I can't believe mm-hmm. I just said, but it's the reality of what happened. And, you know, maybe there's also something to the fact that it sounded like Hutch actually had a pretty a rough go getting through his COVID where Sato was like, oh, yeah, I'm positive, but mm-hmm. I didn't really have any symptoms. So maybe uh, Donovan thought Hutch just needed a little bit more time to get his legs under him and, and, you know, like from a respiratory, you know, aspect, like get his lungs back uh, after fighting off COVID. Because earlier this season, we saw Denzel get minutes and then a quick hook from Donovan and Chandler Hutchison took those minutes. So that's why I was kind of curious what would happen tonight, knowing that Hutch was theoretically available to play. Mm, mm. Well, I mean, he did, it. I just didn't see the need, and maybe in a blowout or something, one way or the other, you're like, you know, let me let me get him in there and find out or something like that. But I think it's more so what you said earlier. Like, I think I really think that COVID hit him hard, and I just think he needs a little more time to get you know reacclimated to everything and figure it out. But I mean, it just doesn't help that the team just looks so cohesive and everybody just looked just together like it, there was a, there was a trust I saw tonight with those players and and they were talking to each other you know what I mean like they were communicating on the floor like there was mm-hmm. just something different with that flow that I saw tonight man where it didn't feel forced so I didn't feel like you know you were trying to force in pieces and stuff like that it just it just looked right it just for real looked correct and uh, all right, there has that. yet to be a moment in my life where I've been like ah I miss seeing Hutch <laughs> Like I just haven't had that, like, and that's noted. Like, but he's just not one of those players to me yet. Right. Where I'm like, he plays when it's like cool. Yeah. If it Citrus and calls for it, right? I like the the reason that I was curious um, was that he was a part of that second unit that played with Lowry. That it was like Lowry and all wings, and it actually looked pretty darn good. And it made Lowry the focal point yeah. of that unit offensively. Because you have the length and athleticism and rebounding of Hutch in there, along with Otto and Sato and and Garrett Temple doing some ball handling, and I was like, I really liked that five man, and Hutch was a part of that, playing pretty well in that. So that's why, you know, I was curious whether or not we would see him back tonight. Who knows? Maybe we're one more Denzel injuring a teammate or Denzel's stupid play from seeing Hutch back in the rotation. But as for tonight, credit Maybe. given to Denzel for all you Denzel lovers out there. Um, and now let us get to. Big Dave's other love affair. Oh, let's get to the main uh, event. Uh, as, as John coined them earlier tonight, the Dan stands. Gafford Rise up. in the Dan starting stands. lineup for the first time Dan's in the season after Wendell uh, had a right thigh contusion. Compliments of Denzel Valentine. So, I mean, started, yes, but only 19 minutes. Kind of a quiet night. Seven points, six boards, a couple of blocks. Pretty much just like a classic Gafford night. It was just that he started. Big Dave. Mm-hmm. But see, it was, it was certain things happening on the floor that I was noticing. One was the communication. Gafford talks out there. He's calling out stuff when he's out there. That helps when you're on the floor instead of just standing there and not knowing where you needed to be. When you got somebody that knows their role, as I said previously, and John was saying this too, when you got somebody who knows their role, and knows where they need to be. It makes it easier for everybody else on your team. They Did you see the plays when Zach was like, yo, come set mm-hmm. this screen. I'm about to shoot this three. Like, he knew exactly what to do. Uh, Lowry marking and going inside because there was room inside. There's a reason for that. 
He wasn't clogged up saying, I'm just going to stand out here and shoot threes because there's somebody else who likes to dominate the paint. Now, Gafford definitely plays in the paint, but you know he's trying to get offensive rebounds and put black, putbacks and bring some energy. That's what his game is. That's what he's trying to do. The screens he was setting for those guys were awesome. There's a reason they had those wide-open shots out there, man. I, I was and, just go ahead, man. I'm pretty sure uh, Felicio is the best screener on this team. I'm pretty sure I heard that. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Like I said, I don't know who that is. I don't know what that is. But, dude, but yet those things he was doing are are instrumental, man, to a basketball team that's trying to figure out their identity. When you know somebody's identity and you know exactly what they're going to do and where they're going to be, you don't have to worry about where they're floating around mm-hmm. at and stuff like that. It makes mm-hmm. it simpler. It makes it so simple for what you want to do. Like, for real, go watch a replay of this game, and you'll see what I'm talking about, man. Like, just, I'm looking at some of it now. Just the picks he's setting – Guys knowing where they need to be at, man. He made clearing the lane. So many times he would be in the lane, and he just knew when to get out the lane and, and allow Zach Levine to come down and cause havoc, and then Zach hitting him with the pass underneath. We didn't really, we don't really see that with Wendell, like because it makes that's a simple basketball play. I'm, I'm coming down the lane. Guys are closing in. There's a big seven foot tall dude right here who's wide open. Here's the basketball. Dunk it. Thank you very much. Let's go back to the other end. No, there's no step out for the jumper and all that other facilitating stuff, man. No, he's simple with it. And simplicity is key in a young team, man. They don't need long division yet. Let these dudes figure out, you know, this addition. He's so good at long division. He is. And, and again, Wendell is a better skilled basketball player. He has more skill. He can do more things. They don't need more things is what I'm saying. I'm saying he fits well because they know what he is and they don't truly need more things right now. This is why, God, man, did you see the scoring? <laughs> like, did you see, just feel it. Like, talk, we talked about feeling, feeling Lowry's game. Didn't this feel different? I mean, we've seen them score, have like seven to eight people, you yeah. know what I mean, in double digits, right? Didn't it feel different, though, when you're watching them and how the ball is moving and just how they play? It just was a different feel to it, man. I'm telling you, it was because – they knew exactly yeah. what this Guys, is. I mean, sometimes Paul McCarty was good, and sometimes John Lennon should take the lead, and we have that. with Like, this is all it is. And we sometimes you just need John Lennon to, like, bring some soul to it. And Paul McCartney is Wendell. Like, both so are good. It's not even Felicio more. is Ringo in this analogy? Felicio. Fel- That's twice you brought him up. You got to stop this. We're talking yeah. about four centers, <laughs> Come on. No, Felicio stop. is the monkeys or stop. something. Like. <laughs> like he doesn't play instruments. Which monkey is like, Felicia? You know, is he no, Peter? He's he's one Peter. Wizard of Oz. That's the monkey that's Felicia. Oh, oh that's the monkey. Fly- oh, um, <laughs> I mean, okay, one quick, not bone to pick, but just one quick little nitpick on Gafford tonight and overarchingly sure. for me, defensive rebounding. The dude is big and athletic. Yeah. And we love the fly swatter blocks, but I think sometimes he's too concerned about chasing those fly swatter blocks that he's not around to grab a defensive rebound when this team needs a defensive rebound. I agree with you. That That's definitely been the Achilles heel uh, for me about his game is a guy who can jump that high and be that, you know, agile, like you said, as far as blocking shots and things who's not good right. at defensive rebounding, but he makes up for it. He tries to make up for it right. by grabbing offensive rebounds. And, and, and three, three offensive defensive classes. Right. 
Right. What do you have? 7.6 rebounds, like you said, a couple blocks. Like, yeah, give me that. I'll take that. Like, that's awesome. Like, I will take that. It doesn't hurt your team having him out there like that. It just makes it simple. I just, I just believe in the simplicity. Of and it. I agree with you. In the same, He needs to improve that the same way that Wendell needs to improve upon protecting the rim. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the same. You're right. They both have weaknesses. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, which weakness yeah. is less at the moment? Right. Um, yeah. All right, guys. Um, are either of you worried about Cody's uh, Kobe shooting slump? I think it's just the no. slump. He'll shoot himself out of it. And I have loved what we've seen from him affecting the game in other positive ways while his shot has not been falling. Because he was three think, of eight yes. from downtown tonight, and he did hit a big three late. That was like the dagger dagger. Mm. But he, you know, he got some good looks inside. There was his one coast to coast in the first half was just, oh my God, delicious. I ate it up. That's the Kobe that we all fell in love with watching tape at Carolina. And then as a rookie, you're just like, okay, I'm going to grab the ball and I'm going to sprint past all these people while dribbling and I'm going to lay it in. That Kobe is always going to be there, you know, while he's in his athletic youth and his prime. But I mean, eight more assists tonight, eight assists, like, and only two turnovers. Give me that from Kobe every night, and I don't care if he's gone a little cold behind the three-point line. Peck, you said this is the Kobe we fell in love with. That's the Kobe that you have a summer fling with. This is the Kobe I'm falling in love with. This complete player who's yeah. making Lowry marketing better, who penetrates, who makes the extra pass. Who, like, I'm fine. He is playing such more complete basketball, and he is making his teammates better in, a, like, a very – apparent way right I, I i i will take this we're winning games when he played great we lost games mm-hmm. shooting wise when he shot great we lost games right like i he has made lowry lowry's resurgence i think you cannot cut uh kobe out of the narrative for that right he has been there the whole way uh, mm. jo- wait let me, let me ask a question john what are you what are you seeing uh he- that that Kobe is doing the penis, he penetrates and breaks up defenses and then he the kick out and he does it at the right moment. Like he doesn't do the pass mm-hmm. right away. Sometimes people do it too fast and the defense is already there. He doesn't get too deep when he penetrates and he doesn't know where to go. He has been doing like penetrate to the elbow, finding out who's open and he knows there's someone open and he gets it. It has been like deliberate and efficient in a way that I have not seen it. Like his decision making right. yeah. is like, oh my God, mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah, you 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 broke it, and then you did what you wanted. You weren't just like at the last mm. minute improvising, which I thought is how he felt all the time. In the comments, Johnny said mm. Kobe's trying to get people involved, which you can tell is consuming him. He's not looking to shoot as much or attack as much. It's kind of the trade off of a point guard, Kobe. But to me, like, yes, that's kind. Of, maybe that's part of the reason that he's gone in this. But we all came into the season knowing that. We had to find out if Kobe could play point. That was like one of the biggest experiments of this season and for the new people to evaluate the young talent that we have. Can Kobe White play point guard? Can Kobe and Zach be a starting backcourt together that wins you games? And, I, you know, there was a rocky transition period for Kobe. And he and Zach both have to continue to, to, you know, cut down on the turnovers. They both did a better job tonight. They each only had two turnovers tonight. I can live with four combined t- turnovers from those two every single night, all 72 games. But yeah, I think the, the signs of growth we've seen from Kobe that you were just detailing, John, about his 
distribution, his vision, his playmaking, it's kind of hard not to love. Love it. Um, love all it. right, guys. We, we will be back tomorrow because guess what? We're going to try and get back to 500, and we're going to try and do it against the Los Angeles Lakers, the defending champs. We came so close to beating them first time around. I want it. I want it. I need me a victory over LeBron, stupid face James. I need it. So we will be here. Please join us then. Um, thanks for hanging out with us. Enjoy the rest of your Friday night. Big David John. I'm Matt. We're the Bulls Outcasts. See you tomorrow. We're going streaking. Oh, it's great, guys! <laughs>